did you wrong? I admit I did, but now I'm facing the rest of my life alone. Because we are a brand new show, I feel like it would be very beneficial to the listeners to give a little behind the scenes of uh, our thought processes and the methods to our madness, right? Right, absolutely. I wake up nice and early this morning, ready to confide in my tag team partner, Jeff, <laughs> to have the ideas uh, of what we are going to talk about and what we'd like to converse and what we'd like to uh, bring attention to this week. Uh, I wake up to a nice note message in my phone and the only note that I see what is did it say? One, the only note that I see is a one hour roast session on Goran Dragic. That's all I really cared about, man. So, um, I see where the energy is going to be this week. You already know where the energy is going to be, man. I think all this is very unwarranted. Um, technically, Drogic has kept the promise that I said that he was going to do. Oh, man. Listen, very nice, man. Very nice highlight play that I... That <laughs> it was the only one out of my few promises that I promised this weekend to come true. Yeah, you had a, you had a rough weekend with, uh, with your guys, man. With your picks. The one, that I, the one that I actually promised and went through, though, is very nice. A crossover, smooth jumper into... An all-star career high of two points. Two points, four rebounds. Two points. All one I need. assist. Woo! Minus 12, plus or minus. We're doing plus minus in an all-star game? Listen, man. For Drogic, What kind of shit is that? Absolutely. For Drogic, I'm, I'm Mike, dude, I am microscoping in on everything that Drogic did that night. And what Damian Lillard did that night. So... After last week, Damian Lillard actually does end up having a nice night. And, of course, it's just my luck. He <laughs> ends up having about 21 points uh, with the 20 minutes that he played. Just Big completely, time. completely shutting me up, apparently. A plus 18. A plus minus. Are we really doing plus minus? A plus minus? 18, man. He ended up really well in the fourth quarter. Um, doing well for Team Stefan. Evidently, his team did not win. but Shouldn't have been uh, eating popcorn on the bench, man. Eating popcorn on the bench like Curry? Yeah, he shouldn't have been eating popcorn on the bench, man. You know, he should have took it more serious. That game ended up being one of the very nice highlights of my All-Star weekend, at least. Um, it was just terrible as far as my picks. Starting off with these, <laughs> uh, uh, just just going over everything. Did I tried pick, to tell you. Did not pick Quavo in the, All-Star, in the Celebrity All-Star game, which he ends up uh, destroying that. Absolutely went off. I end up forgetting that uh, it's probably not a good idea to think that Lou Williams can pass. So he ends up messing up that. <laughs> uh, Wayne Ellington just gets completely out of the three-point contest by one point. But even if he did get in, he would have at least avoided Devin Booker missing just about one fucking three-pointer the entire second part. That scared me. The Wayne Ellington part scared me because... All I could remember when he pulled up and I was like, all right, this is the one guy I can't have do anything. Like if Drogic would have went off, I would have gave you that love. You know what I'm saying? But like you were talking so much madness about Wayne Ellington that I'm glad it didn't go how it went for you. And to top it all off, then Dennis Smith Jr. just gets completely jobbed out of the fucking dunk contest. So here I am. The Dennis stuff wasn't, it was, it was a bit unfair. It was, you know. Yeah, it was a bit unfair. I give you that. No, how that goes. But uh, throughout the All-Star game, Team LeBron actually ends up beating Team Stefan by three points. One of the very few All-Star games that ends on a defensive possession. Much more deserving, too. I mean, LeBron's yeah. team did fantastic in the end. I, I think they pulled it together. Like you said, huge defensive presence. I love the, the, the last play, the, the KD-LeBron wall that they put up. That was That was pretty dope. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was pretty interesting. Um, they can go with this for the next few years. I wouldn't be mad at all. Um, you could end pretty much the East West type of picks in regards to this. Completely highlight the celebrity contest portion of this, right? And um, make the draft a lot more exciting. Yeah, I think they should definitely 
make their picks that night on the court. If they made the picks on the court, <laughs> that would be that would be insane. Yeah, on the court, on the court that night in front of in front of an audience, I think that'd be awesome. Um, do you think Horford still gets picked last? I think Horford won't be there to get picked. You don't think? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's yeah, it for him. Yeah, that this might be one of his last All Stars. I mean, you're, I mean, you're, you're always gonna have those. You're always gonna have those type of um, athletic fours that make the All Star game. Either way, that's fair. I mean, you know, I was actually happy. Uh, you know, my man Butler didn't play at all. He, well, there's no, there's no Tibbs to play him uh, the whole game. So yeah, he didn't need to. He didn't need to play. That told me everything I need to know about what's going on too. In regards to. The Timberwolves, basically what what I said last week about, you know, the stretch that we're about to have to go on and get ready for the playoffs. I'm glad Butler didn't play. He needs to rest. He needs to get ready. There's no reason for him to be out there. Plus, Cap picked up the slack for the squad, so it's all good. Shouts to the the 17 and 10, the the double-double on All-Star. You know, he didn't get MVP, but, you know, he still had a lovely game. If you did not hear the initial Y'all World rant, from Jeff, the first ever Y'all World rant. It is on last week's episode, and hopefully things turn out better tonight. They have um, the Houston Rockets. Mm. Well, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment on that one, man. You're not ready for Harden tonight? Uh, Unless Harden is, uh, you know, he's still drunk from uh, All-Star weekend, then we may have a shot. But he played terrible they played like you know they was definitely out all night i think i think he'll be i think he'll be fine you, you usually the black and bearded get over their um get over their hangovers very quickly yeah, that's fair i just hope we can pull that w off yeah i'm not so sure about that it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a tough game any uh any uh, um predictions that you'd like to make uh for that game yep any uh any fun uh, any fun recreational wagers that you'd like to? Uh, oh man, I mean, put what you what you want from me, man? Uh, Wiggins, Wiggins goes off for thirty. Wiggins thirty. Nah. He, 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 he needs it. He needs it. He's overdue for uh, another big game. He's been like I said, like I said last week on last week's episode. You know, he's been very. He seems bored out there. I'm hoping that he can wake up and be the difference maker. So you think tonight's gonna be the night? I I, I hope. I hope. If tonight is not the night, can we bet a um, can we bet a Goran Dragic Abbey? Nice little yeah. Euro League MVP. Yeah, I mean, sure. All right, all right. Let's make a little, let's make a little Abbey of it. I won't make it too hard. I'll make it like uh, I will do it for the weekend. Yeah, that's fair. All right, cool. Make it happen, man. Put some put some money on it, man. Some money on it. <laughs> we, got, we got cash app, man. You we know. do have the Apple Pay Cash. I cannot lie. Shout have out. you used Apple Pay Cash yet? Uh, I actually have. Is it dope? I haven't used it. Uh, I've used Apple Pay Cash and then taken the money back, and that has <laughs> been very entertaining. Um, I have used Apple Pay Cash and uh, did not have the option to give the money back. So it looks like everything works well so far. All right. Well, cool. I might have to check it out, man. I'm still running on Cash App pretty religiously right now. You know, it's just fast and quick but i definitely have to check out the uh the apple pay joint yeah they're not paying they're not playing very fairly they have the bitcoin set up now so now like everybody's on uh cash app i'm not hip to bitcoin not on, not on the bitcoin train yet not on the bitcoin chain yet uh the bitcoin chain yet, uh train yet i am not man it's just not really i don't i don't i don't have time to study that right now no litecoin no uh nada what's the other nada. one ethereum ethereum follow coin Shout out! That's when Nipsey said it, so it must be true. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Nip said it. It must be true, right? It would. It would be Nipsey. Yeah. So following the All Star game, uh, this is now usually time that we refer to as the second half. But realistically, we only have about uh, a little bit less than two months left of games to play, and this is normally the time where headlines start going out. We haven't had basketball for about four days mm-hmm. and um, things start changing up. But now we have Adam Silver ready to discuss a few things, a few changes that can be going down in the NBA. Things that people have mainly talked about on Twitter, just ideas, what can be possible for the NBA 
to use going forward, improve things that have been uh, a very bad, well, I wouldn't say very bad, but a little bit of a smudge on the league. All right. I think Adam, I think Adam Silver is on black Twitter. You think he's on Twitter? I think he's on black Twitter. I think he's deep in the roots. And I think, you know, I, I think he's definitely going a little hard with some of the things that they're trying to discuss. I don't want to see a four point line, four point shot yet. I mean, they oh, should, no. but I, I think it would be kind of enjoyable for the, for an all-star situation. Yeah. The all-star, the all-star situations that we've created, uh, shaking that up seem to work well, but now we're talking about things that can hopefully improve the league, or it might be things that we might not even need at all for, uh, the NBA. One of which being how the NBA can address the tanking that has been going on as of recent. <laughs> you hate tanking. Uh, of course I do. You despise it, right? It's disgusting. Uh, I mean, I am. I'm not a. I'm not a fan. Uh, I just think, what do you do to stop it? Because it, it's not like it's an open. It's not an open thing, right? It's not like people are saying, "Hey, you know, we're gonna tank openly." Especially, you know, they just find uh, Mark Cuban what six hundred k for even joking about it for being a fucking for being a fucking idiot. Yeah, I don't know even know why he would say that. In true, in true Mark Cuban fashion, uh, he ends up on the Dr. J podcast, uh, House Call with Dr. J, um, on Revolver Podcast, if you'd like to check that out. Uh, he had yeah, it's few, really good. He had a few things that he wanted to say. He was talking about the Dallas Mavericks in general with Julius Irving, and he ended up saying this in regards to uh, the 2017-2018 Mavericks. Here, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but like, I just had dinner with a bunch of our guys the other night, mm-hmm. and here we are. We, you know, we weren't competing for the playoffs. I was like, look, losing is our best option. You know, Adam would hate, hate <laughs> right, hearing right. that. But I, at least I sat down and I explained it to him. And I explained what our plans were going to be this summer, that we're not going to tank again. This is like right. a year and a half of tanking, and that was too brutal for me. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go yeah, after That's a hard so, conversation. <laughs> but, but being transparent, I think that's, yeah. that's the key to being a, a quote unquote player's owner right. and, and having stability right. that you've got to communicate. <laughs> not going to tank again. Are you serious? Not gonna tank again. That's an interesting. I don't. You know, karma is crazy, man. Like, is this a joke? Karma's crazy, man. You, he's got way more issues than that six hundred k right now, too. So, I mean, as far as his his team, I mean six. I mean six hundred k. I've seen so many people say, "Oh, well, you know, that's three billion dollars. Six hundred k. It's probably nothing. This and man, that. It's still six hundred k, man. Nah." If I'm from a fucking billionaire and I'm losing six hundred k, bro, for where the fuck is my bread? For a sentence, and I'm t- and and this is this is Mark Cuban. He's no he's no uh, uh, stranger to saying stupid shit and getting Absolutely fined. Absolutely not. Absolutely, he's been doing this shit. Still cries about 2006. He actually cries about the 2006 finals on this podcast. He's a. Ba- I mean, he's 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 been a baby. He's already got. He's his, been a baby. He's already got his. Uh, he's already got. Uh, I won't say I won't say what he has. It happened in 2011. I won't say it because it didn't happen. But he's already got it. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you? That doesn't change. He's an owner. You know, he's gonna he's gonna stay this way. I don't think I don't think we'll ever see anything different from him. I think the worst part about about all of this is Mark would not have an idea of 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 thinking that this could go on for two years if he didn't see it work. Yeah. If he didn't see it work, there was a time. Remember remember the New Jersey Nets. We're about to be the worst team in the NBA. I think about like, what was it? The 20, it had to be no less than like five, six years ago. And they literally just got the last win on like the last day of the season to not be the worst team in the NBA. Right. Remember when sucking was actually purposely sucking? Like not on purpose. Yeah. I mean, like being trash was trash. You know, man, I, 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 hundred percent hear you. I just think, the fascination with some of the kids that are coming out of college is just, they just, I just think it comes down to them wanting to go get some of these kids. The town, I think it, it sucks. I just don't know if their culture is going to change. I know they tried to change the, you know, the lottery situation up, you know, um, I don't know if that really is going to help the situation extremely, but at the end of the day, teams are going to do this. And- I mean, I, there's, I don't, I don't, I'm, I just don't know if you can, I mean, you can, what are you, you going to find, you're going to find them? You're going to just find owners? I mean, uh, Adam Silver. Take away draft picks? He found, he found a decent way to get Sam Hinkies, to get Sam Hinkie out of there when he realized that the shit was going down. But now it's like, it's, it's a mindset for everybody now. 
If you and don't have a star player or, you know, you, you don't have a huge market to get a star player in the offseason, uh, yeah, I mean, guys are going to tank. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that it's the market, though. You know, the market was saturated. That's why I like when small market teams at least have a, a solid team and they and they do well because it's it's just good for the league, you know. But until uh, there's a some kind of a power shift in, in teams, I don't know if it's going to stop. And I really hope they don't go into the I really hope they don't go into the method of uh, eliminating the entire draft. It's really unnecessary. We can continue with making sure that kids are drafted. Oh, yeah. No, the draft needs to stay. But, I mean, some of these kids can come out of high school. I just – I think it's best that they do go to college. But some of them are good enough to come out, man. So, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that does. And then the NCAA has their own issues. Yeah, there, there's, there's really specific things that work just for the NCAA. I think um, kids coming out of high school and being able to choose where they go to as far as the college perspective is yeah. uh, a lot better, uh, is a lot more of a different uh, viewpoint than it is choosing the NBA team that you'd like to go to. Some Absolutely. areas, some things work in NCAA that is just not going to work in the NBA. And I really hope they don't go towards that method of making them pick if they want to go to the fucking Warriors or if they want to go yeah, to the Rockets. Yeah, no, we can't have that. We can't have that. That would just be uh, it'd be an unfair situation because you, I mean, you have popular teams and you have some teams that aren't popular, you know, and it, that's just how it works. So if a kid comes out of high school and he's, you know, 6'11", 250, and he's ready to go and he has a NBA body uh, and he has the opportunity to pick wherever he's want, wherever he wants to go, he's not going to pick Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I get it. I get it. I just really hate the fact that it comes to this. Something's going to have to change or – if it, I mean, if it doesn't, the bottom teams will stay the bottom teams until they start getting, you know, quality players out of the draft. But I mean, tanking isn't always. The, see, here's here's my thing about the whole tanking thing. It's like you're not even. It's it's not like you're gonna for sure get your future star. You know what I mean? So it's it's risky sure. too. It's very risky too. It's like okay, well, I'm gonna tank, get a top three pick, hope that this player works out. If they don't work out, I mean, we're still going to not be in the playoffs for the next three years. And then you move on from that player and you do it again and you do it again. You do it again. And maybe you pull a, a star on, in the offseason and then you keep it pushing. But I don't know how much of that changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I know sometimes it doesn't always work out when the Cavaliers um... – had to experience life after LeBron and they had Kyrie Irving and they had Tristan Thompson. Uh, uh, Anthony Bennett ended up not working out for them for some reason. They ended he up didn't work out for anybody. Yeah, he yeah, didn't work exactly. out for anybody. Didn't work out for God. Bust. He yeah. Bust. He wore that Wolves jersey for you. <laughs> uh, we, we sent them, I think, I believe we sent them to the, the D League, which is the G League now, but we sent them to the D League at the time and he didn't, I don't, I, I think he ended up balling out for a little bit and then we brought him back and then he stunk and then he uh, went back to he went back to his home country in Toronto. He played for the Raptors, and that didn't work out. And once he didn't work out there, you know, it was kind of set in stone that this kid wasn't going to work out anywhere. Yeah, so, this nigga working at Walmart now. That's yeah, where, wherever he's at, man. Shouts, shouts, Bennett. I'm sure. I hope you saved your money, kid. Is that a real um, shout out? Yeah, man. Sure. Hey, man. You know, I hope he saved his money, man. I really hope he saved his money because he just ended up not not being the guy strange right you know they just these kids they're, they're, they 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 looked at they're studied they're measured all these different things and you just know for a fact this is the guy you know or you don't know for a fact but you're you know you you take him one or two or three so you have some kind of real thought process into taking him so and then you get him and he just they just don't perform as much as i haven't liked things uh as much as i haven't liked discussing things working out for Philadelphia. I think it's jarring what's going on with Markel Fultz and how that situation has ended up. All right. So listen, man, listen, the Fultz thing, there's something they're not telling us. Is that not amazing? This kid, there's something they're not telling us about this kid. I've seen the videos of him shooting the free throws and then like his shot seems completely broken. They're saying it is a side effect of the shoulder injury. Hmm. Now, is he hurt? Cause if he's not hurt, why is he not playing? If he's hurt, why is he shooting? And why are they letting media record? Because it is awful for him. Like, I don't understand why they would want that out. 
I just feel like it's so iffy. Like nobody's really telling us what's going on with this kid. If he's not hurt, why is he not playing? Seems to be the theme. Of right. The for the past, uh, let's see, uh, four fucking years. Which makes me think that he is hurt. But if he's hurt, then why did why is he in practice or why is he you know shooting the ball if he's got something wrong with his shoulder? So I think it may be. I just hope it's nothing like, you know, I don't know much about nerve damage or anything like that, but I'm just hoping it's not, I don't know, man, his form just changed. The shot comes off so odd. I don't, I don't get it, man. Not that they, it appears they may not need him. You know, they seem to be moving forward anyways, and they'll probably end up having to replace him regardless. But I just, I I, I wish, I wish nothing but the best for him. I mean, he was a pretty good player in college, you know, all jokes aside. But now, I don't know, man. That shot is terrible, bro. They need to keep all media away from him. Yeah, I mean, as of now, things have been working out for Philadelphia. But, man, when that number one pick or that top five pick does not work out, it's terrible. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it sucks. It's like, well, if that was a tanking season, which I'm sure – was it a tanking season? I mean, do you, I mean, do you, do you even have to fucking ask? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So you just yeah. like I just said, you wasted. You might have. They may have chosen to tank, but it didn't work. So now, of course, they already had other things loaded up, and you know, I think you think they gave deals premature. Did you like Embiid's deal? Uh, I think it was. I, th- I think it was decent. Looking at l- looking at Embiid, his game is interesting enough that if it ends up being something where his minutes improve he can be very dominant in an area where there isn't much dominance left. Yeah. He's, uh, he's special NBA, when he's, when he's healthy, he's still, uh, he's still attempting to be one of, well, I wouldn't say attempting. He has a, 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 a pretty decent shot in regards to the outside uh, in regards to the perimeter to be one of those uh, pseudo five pseudo fours that are now pretty much standard in the NBA. But right. if he did decide to, to, focus more in the paint as far as less perimeter uh and stay in the post he can easily dominate that area he doesn't seem like he's gonna do that i just think like he has such an ego like you know he gonna pull up from the three well if you if, if he wants to be a two-way five i mean there's plenty of opportunity in the nba now that it's damn near what every team wants, but yeah, he needs to play up game to game. You know, it has to be one of those things like depending on his matchups and, and, and the team and the defense. I think that's how I have to do it. I think Cat does really well doing that as well. Like he picks his spots very well. Yeah, Cat, uh, Embiid, Porzingis, uh, Giannis. That's pretty much the area that, that we're heading as of right now. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till Hassan gets a three and everything will be straight. Who? You just fucking who? Who'd you just say? Are you serious? Wait till who gets a three? <laughs> oh, dude. Listen, if Whiteside gets a three, I don't think he's going to get a three. But if he gets a three, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, that was like my quotation. Like, I don't think he's actually going to get a three. But if he gets a three, that would be great for you guys. But I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like all that nigga does is lift weights. Yeah, there's plenty. There's plenty of things. Like he just he just lift weights, and he's just happy. He has natural talent. Like, but I don't think he's hit his ceiling. Like his ceiling yet, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, I really hope not. It's been a it's been an interesting ride as a as a as a, so far. But I'd love to see things develop. Not 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 even just on an offensive side, but overall too. Yeah, I mean, for the whole team, is he your leader? Um. See, that's my issue. The fact that you got to think about that. He should think, be your leader. He should think, be your leader. I think that's a lot of people's. I think that's a lot of people's issue with Hassan. Not only from uh, not not only from the outside of people uh, uh, watching the Miami Heat, but fans who want Hassan to be the guy, that type of guy. And yeah, it just, the guy. When it doesn't work out, it's something that you can't really. It's, it's when it doesn't work out, it's something that you can't really force. But man, I would love to have him be that twenty twenty guy every like night. You, you look at him and you're just like, he should be that way every night. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, it really should. I wouldn't take out the fact that injuries might be a play into that, and I know that those type of injuries are things that are very difficult to come back from. 
watching Dwight Howard and his and, and his back and seeing how many years it took him to be at least decent again. I know right. injuries are very difficult for, for centers and having them come back from things like that, but a full power to sign, man, that would be amazing. Well, you know, hopefully that happens while uh, everything is still in order for you guys. You know, I hope so. Not gonna fucking tank to do it either. It may not. It, it may not be white size. He may not be the problem. You know, it could be. It could be the point guard. I don't know. Maybe. You know. Really. It. It, it, it could back, be. Back to this. It could be tragic. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's Miami, man. I think I. I He's not, okay, your, so, point. Okay, He's so, not okay, your point so, guard of future. He's not your point guard of future. Mark. Okay, so let's so let's do the scenario that we talked about last week. Let's do a clean. Okay. Let's do a clean swap. You put Dude. Goran Dragic. Let's let's oh let's God, let's not bro. even think from a contract perspective. Let's yeah, put, yeah, yeah. Forget the contract. Dragic over to Portland. Let's put Lillard over in Miami. Dog, listen, listen to me, man. Lillard on Miami would be nice, man. It'd be serious. He's a he's a natural born leader. He's a dog. He's a killer. He wants it. I mean, what more do you want, man? And, and it looks like, it looks like he's in the beginning stages of getting the J5s. Have you, did you notice that? The J5s? Did you notice that? <laughs> those, those little, little raisin that dreads he got? I think he's getting ready, man. He's prepping. Let him prep, man. It's going to look a little crazy, you know, at first, of course, but... He's prepping, man. I saw it on the court. I was like, what's this nigga doing, man? Let me ask you this. Lillard as the point guard in Miami with Dwayne Wade and Hassan Whiteside, does that put you in the mindset that this team is now over the Cleveland Cavaliers? As of right now? Right after the trade. Um, I mean... I don't know if I want to push it that far. I think you guys would definitely compete. Like I think it would be a I think it would be a problem if if it was a meet up in be the playoffs. Yes or no. It's got to be yes or no. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Are you putting a Lillard Miami Heat over the Boston Celtics? No, I can't. I can't. Are you putting a Lillard Miami Heat over the Toronto Raptors? Yes, in the playoffs. Yes. All right, good choice. Are you putting the are you putting the Lillard Miami Heat over the Washington Wizards? Yes, in the playoffs. Yes. So you put it. You put him in. Some, it, it seems like it's that a that lot. fourth third spot. I think. I honestly, I think it could happen in that situation. Yeah. So at best, that trade puts you at third. I think so. Yeah. So then what's the, so then what's the point? Well, I mean, what else are you gonna do? He's better than Dragic. But if if Miami was able to flirt with third. With what they have now, large amounts of injuries, in and out of win streaks, loss streaks, things like that. They were able to flirt with third, and now Lillard is only going to keep you at third? What's the point? Okay, well, let me ask you this. Would you want Lillard in a game seven or Dragic in a game seven against one of those guys? Of course, I probably want somebody that has more experience Mm -hmm. like a Lillard. That's what I'm saying. So you might be, I mean, look, we say this. Yeah, you might get in a situation where you have to face a big team like that. And you could push him to seven, and you may want a guy like Lillard who could take you over the top. I'm I can't naturally just put you guys over Boston or, or Cleveland with him, but in a in a, in a game seven situation, pushing the game, I mean, you never know. He, he I mean, he's going off for fifty plenty of time. You know what I'm saying? Like he can do it. He can definitely do it. If it's not if it's not a trade that can put Miami over Boston and Cleveland without a thought, I guess I I under I understand I understand that then. I mean, I I, I see. Don't I think? But the only way that works is like you know you get another you know big man who like an like an AD cousins type guy, and then you have the, the you know you move Dragic out. Cousins would have been nice. Plenty fans wanted. Plenty fans wanted Cousins when yeah, he was I'm sure. available. I'm but sure everybody should want that guy. Yeah, very talented. I have no issue with Demarcus Cousins. I would have thoroughly enjoyed him, but now we I- have. We can continue with Hassan Weiss' side, and there is a lot of promise in um, Bam Adebayo. Yeah, yeah, he's dope. I, you know what? I just you guys, it's a bet. You guys have a better team if you had Dame. You know that, man. You know that. You don't. You don't want to admit it because he's not on your team. Drogic is. If it, but if, it, if you had Dame, rapping, dropping mixtapes in Miami, doing features with Ross, 
Come on, he, man. He's in the Trick Daddy verse off top. He's not a word for that. Trick Daddy verse off top. He does he want a Trick Daddy verse off top? Yeah. How dare you? Listen, Mark. How I'm not, fucking dare you? Listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not here to disrespect legends. I'm not. But if Trick Daddy called Dame and said, "Let me get a verse," is Dame yes. ignoring it? Or absolutely it? not. Does he want Haitians on him? Do you want Haitians? On him? <laughs> oh, so he got, yeah, yeah. So the only way this happens is if he extorts him. Extort? Like, you know what? You know what? This is way, <laughs> this is way too much disrespect. Right? You know what? Look, man, I love Trick Daddy, man. I love Trick Daddy. He's a legend, man. I'm just saying, him and Dame on a song would be kind of, kind of wild, man. Had enough. I'm calling Zopal right now. No, <laughs> don't call nobody on me, man. I got, I got, you know, I got things out there, man. I need, I need safe landings when I, when I drop. <laughs> Tings, I got tings out there. <laughs> oh shit! Well, the take the taking situation is a is a much more difficult area to fix than the playoff situation is. Uh, when we come back, we're going to try and discuss the playoffs, uh, what Adam Silver has in plan for that, and what we can do to solve that. If get it together, solving in the first place. Get it together, Adam Silver. All right, RSPN. We'll be right back. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, we're back. RSPN on RNC Radio. Yeah. Uh, if you're ever interested on more RNC content, make sure you take a look at our playlist, Apple Music and Spotify. We just made RNC Radio live. Now it's a live playlist. You don't have to follow volume one, two, and three. Just one playlist, one that we update all the time. We'll make sure that you're aware of when it's updated, brand new music. We do the same thing for R&B and RNC. That is actually being updated today with brand new music. Um, we've got Sad Boys Volume 2. Jeff worked on that with Meals. That is yeah. up. Uh, RNC Radio, if you still got a little love hangover, the Valentine's Day one is still up for if. those fans of the Offset. <laughs> if if you have a love hangover. Uh, for those that are fans of Offset, we have an amazing playlist of all of his last features in the past year. That is up in rnc radio as well and for our eagles fans you have rnc radio of philly john yeah 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 all that available in rnc radio on apple music and spotify search rnc radio on spotify you'll be able to find our channel you will find all of our playlists and we'll have the links for apple music as well if you need them also shout out to Corey towns for being a part of the philly john playlist Yes, very big look. Thank you, Corey, for all the work that you did in regards to that. Had to make sure that we had a native of Philly in our Philly playlist. So please take a look at that if you're looking for some of that good music. Yeah, Platinum Chanel Boy out right now. Oh, yes. And Platinum Chanel Boy is out on SoundCloud as well. Yeah, backslash old news boy. Is it going to be hitting Apple Music? Uh, We'll see, man. I got producers to pay, so... Uh, oh, okay. we're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, man. I don't want to, you know, but we'll see, man. We'll see. 
Yeah, I make sure I got make sure the paperwork's right on that. Yeah, yeah, I can't be having no uh, no no letters coming to mail. All right, so this has been pretty much something that has been talked about on Twitter, any NBA forum, fucking Operation Sports. I'm sure they've talked about it. Any type of area that you can discuss sports has been talking. It's been talked about. What are we getting um, into, man? The NBA playoffs. So for the past few years, um, people have thought about ways to improve it and what can make it different. And it looks like Adam Silver is uh, listening up. He spoke about what it would take um, to change the playoffs, what can be done, uh, what type of ideas can be used to try and improve it. Uh, and the one that he referenced the most is instead of doing the traditional format of the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference and the top eight teams from each conference making it, uh, instead we'll change it and make it the overall 16 best teams in the NBA all going to the playoffs. Love it. Love it, Mark. Um, I love it, it Mark. Isn't – Listen, man, no more East Coast, West Coast, man. Leave it where it is. Top 16 teams – Get in. Simple, man. If you don't have the talent, you don't have the talent. My thing oh. is, is it is it is it needed? Well, <clears throat> see, that's my thing. Like I I'm not sure if it is needed. But since they're discussing it, it's like, well, I guess we have to give our opinion. It's like you know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. It's like, well, I guess since you guys want to change the format, this is if you're going to do it, this is the best way to do it. I don't know if it's needed. Does that does Adam Silver have too many niggas in his ear? He's on black Twitter, bro. I told you. You think, you, he just, you think he just got the account, the KD account? He, Adam Silver definitely is probably like Adam Gold or, you know, some different, you know. You wouldn't know. It's probably it's probably a, a picture of like, you know, it's probably an egg. And he's just. Oh, he's definitely not egging it. It's probably like his favorite show or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, dude, I, I do think he's probably uh, Twitter searching uh, how to improve the NBA. And he's like just on there looking at everybody's opinions. I don't know if this is needed. I just think that if he's going to do it, I think that's the way to do it. I do. You think Adam Silver be looking up fillet clips? I think Adam Silver is probably on Slack. You think Adam Silver's on Slack? I think Adam Silver got his Slack, and I think it's probably him and, like, you know, just a few close homies. And they probably be in there clowning like we do. And one of his homies is like, yo, you know what you should do? Let's just do top 16 and see what happens. And he's like, damn. That's a good idea, mate. The and then he's, that shit at? yeah, and there you go. I, I mean, because I, you're right. It's really, I don't know if it's needed, but they're talking about it. So it's like, if you're going to do it, yeah, you do the top 16 and you move on. And and that's the most uh, interesting part out of all of it. I don't think it's something that people are just making up and Adam Silver's just like, oh, well, you know, possibly. Like, I think he has found a way to listen to a lot of pretty much the customers of the NBA out of all the stuff that we buy, fucking league pass, jerseys, this and that. I think he We takes, deserve it. Yeah. yeah, I think he takes more of the time to listen to opinion and at least try and put certain things into plan things mm. that could actually make sense to implement as opposed to how I felt when, when David Stern was here, when David Stern was here, I think he could give literally two shits about what the NBA fan wanted within the game. I think. Yeah, I think day. absolutely. That's definitely the difference. I think Adam is definitely more uh, for the fans, which could not be good. As well, I mean, you know, I like you said, he may be taking on a little bit too many opinions. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, if if he does have too many niggas in his ear, it it's it's worked out positively so far. I mean, he came into a volatile situation with Donald Sterling and ended up knocking that out of the park, banning him for life. Yeah, he did great. He did fine. great handling that. Yeah, the biggest fine in NBA history, and well, actually, no, I think there was a bigger fine. It might be the second. It might be a second, but yeah, I'm he, not sure. He 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 ended up playing that very well. Uh, he's had a very nice hand in making NBA uh, what it is today. It was already on its way into being a global entity, but now it is very popular in regards to youth. It's probably had its best ratings 
in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just continues to improve, continues to improve. These are things that other areas wish for. You think the MLB would love the type of youth and the type of uh, way that their fans view the product? Well, they would right now. Let me ask you a question. Do you think a lot of what he is trying to do for the fans is a reflection of what happened in the NFL this past season? Uh, because they 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 definitely tried to steer clear of any of that. I really wouldn't I really wouldn't be surprised. I think he takes a look at the way that Roger Goodell performs, the way that he acts in certain situations, the way that the NFL handles uh, certain areas and make sure that that shit doesn't happen in his world. And yeah, you can't have that happen in the NBA. Yeah, it's 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 worked out beautifully so far. But the only the only issue is exactly the only issue is with all of that as as positive as it has been. uh it sucks to say, but I think people would much rather watch more unpredictable scenarios like the NFL playoffs, March Madness. People talk more highly of those situations than they do the NBA playoffs, and that sucks. Yeah, I mean, there's, I think there's definitely places the NBA can improve. Um, and I don't know when that changes. I don't know exactly what it is. I just... I'm I'm more on a level of, hey, listen, everything that we want may not necessarily be good for the league. You know, it mm-hmm. it may be a good idea. It may be a good idea 10 years from now, maybe 20 years from now, we can think of a four-point shot. You know what I'm saying? But I, the three really just got revolutionized, what, you know, four or five seasons ago? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think we're – I think it's okay. You know, I wouldn't worry too much about it, but we – they absolutely cannot have anything reckless happen in this league that is, you know, political or uh, anti-black or anything like that. And I think he does a good job making sure that this is a world sport. That's what it feels like. You know, the NBA does feel like a world Definitely. sport now, you know. Definitely. And, he, and And he's done a good job with that. And I think he views it in a way of no matter what type of change it is, even if it's top 16 or not, some type of shakeup would be entertaining for NBA fans that uh, have an issue with the current format of how it is with, 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 with seven games, you pretty much guarantee outside of a few outliers, you outliers, you pretty much guarantee that the better team is going to win a good 99% of the time. That's fair. But I just think some people also think seven games may be quite a bit. Exactly. So where so so where does that play? You try and you try and mix in an area of unpredictability in an area where it might not necessarily need it. Like seeing the Warriors lose in the second round or you know what I'm saying? Just something wild, you know? Yeah, that that that's highly that's it's, highly it's not gonna un- happen. <laughs> it's yeah, damn near impossible gonna, to happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. To them four out of seven times, right. unless you build some type of extravagant team and find a way to play them in the second round. That's it. And from that perspective, I understand why they why they may want to change. You know, but who's to say the Warriors are or are not gonna make it to the finals this year? Um, would I mean, you Would you feel better if it was Houston and then another East team? instead of the Warriors, or do you want to see the, like, do fans want to see the Warriors in the finals? Uh, I think despite what we think about how disgusted that we are with Cavs Warriors part four, we're still going to play it. We're, I, I think people will still watch in June and it's just being insanely overhyped and in, in regards to uh, not wanting to see it. I didn't so, see too. I mean, I was only, eight years old, seven years old in 1998. But I'm not positive there was that many people that were crying that we saw Chicago for six out of 10. <laughs> right, right. So basically, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So, and I think he's trying to do a lot of that. You know, like, I mean, hey, how are ratings? Well, you know? yeah, exactly. And with things being as well as they are right now, I wouldn't necessarily say it's broke, but it wouldn't hurt to, it wouldn't hurt to experiment, you know? No, absolutely, but you know, you experiment. Uh, you try something and then you change it back the next year, or do you 
Now that now yeah that that's the thing you're changing a format that has been just about decades in preparation. Although at a certain point it was five within the first round, going into seven, going into seven, going into seven. But you're working with an area where you're looking at the east side versus the west side, and now you're changing it to a scenario where we could have eight eight teams in the Western Conference plus maybe like another four or five, and then you have like three East teams. Yeah. yeah. How's that How's that going to end up playing? I don't think it plays well in the tanking scenario. That might push more tanking. I mean, because you're going to get a situation. If the East is overpowered or the West is overpowered at that, at that point in time, and you got the East, think about players, right? Think about from a player perspective. Think about if this format got changed, and you look at the, the, you know, the West records, and say we, we, we run a 16, a just top 16 teams are going to the playoffs, no matter of conference. And say the West ends up getting 12, you know? Mm-hmm. How does that work out also in free agency? You know, because you know these players are going to think about that type of thing. So then you may top-heavy the league on accident. I mean, I mean, I'd hope not. With those top-heavy top, top things, I think things that will eventually end up fixing themselves. Maybe the East will be bad enough that – uh, uh, more talent starts coming into the East with those terrible teams and things hopefully are able to balance themselves. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think, I don't really think the top 16 teams coming into the playoffs is necessary. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if they're going to change it, that's cool, but I definitely don't think it's necessary. LeBron pretty much feels the same way. They ended up asking him on ESPN. Ron, I know there was some chatter at the All-Star game about maybe seeding the playoffs regardless of conference. What would you think about that? Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I would disagree with that. I think our league has been built um, the right way as far as when it comes to the postseason. It just changes the landscape of the history of the game. If you start messing with seedings the playoffs, then you start talking about well, if this team would have played this Western Conference team, what he would have, you know. So it's cool to mess around with an All-Star game. You know we can, and we proved that you could do that. But let's let's not let's not get too crazy about the about the playoffs. Now the one the one thing that I would enjoy the most in regards to change is probably something that will never be done. I might be the only person in the world that wants to see the one game series. <laughs> you you think you'd have fun with that? I think the one game series can provide. Let me, let's 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 paint a picture here. At one at what point? You're not talking about the finals, are you? Imagine the seventy three and nine Warriors mm-hmm. have to put that seventy three and nine on the line against LeBron James again, with his one opportunity to get his championship at Cleveland, or else he has to wait an entire other year to try and get to the finals. And that game seven that we end up seeing is the only game that we saw, and that ends up being the NBA Finals. Well, I mean, I think that would be Is that not amazing? No, I mean, I it's it seems exciting. But you also have situations where you don't say you do do that and then third quarter is here and the Warriors are up by 30. Well, <laughs> it's mean, just you know and it's I over. Mean, That's, sure. it. That's it. That's I mean, it. Sure. Oh yeah, what did you you didn't come prepared that night? Oh man. If you're, if that, you're that would out. definitely suck from a from a from the team standpoint. I think it it may be uh, it, it would be exciting from a from a watching standpoint, yeah, from a viewer standpoint, for sure. I, ge- I, I guess I understand that. If there were any critics of the type of basketball that is being played, not only necessarily just the team, but just the type of basketball that can be played in those type of seven-game series, I think that would end up alleviating all of those issues. So you're saying one-game series, one big, big-ass game. It's winner-take-all. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I guess it would be. It would be different. The one. I mean, there's there's plenty reasons as to why it'll never fucking happen. Probably and at least not in my lifetime. Is due to the fact that the way that the NBA makes money is way different than the way that the NFL makes money when they do their one game scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, it's way different than the way the NCAA makes their money when they have uh, uh, an entire month based on a tournament. And their one-game scenarios. Um, Networks would be going crazy over that one game. Who's getting that one game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It might work out from 
a perspective of just that one game, but now you have to take into account that in the format that we have now, you have at least four games where you have tickets, TV, all that goes down for at least four games in one series. Now, if it goes to five, that's more tickets to sell. It's more money to make. If it goes to six, if it goes to seven. So eliminating six different ways of revenue, probably for one large game. It's yeah, they're not going to see the profit. They're not yeah, going to see the profit. Yeah, the only thing I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind keeping the playoffs how they are. I'm more with shortening the regular season. A regular season shortening. Yeah, I'm I'm more on that, especially from a player standpoint and just an injury standpoint. I mean, we've seen stars go down all year. That's um, true, and I think you know, they, I, and I mean, you know, eighty, eighty, eighty-two. That's a lot of games, man. It's a very large amount. I think they've they've found their ways slowly, making sure that there's. I think they've completely eliminated back to back to backs. Um, uh, back to backs are very very small compared to how they were maybe five, six years ago. Yeah. So they're making strides. Not that these players aren't athletic enough to play, you know, mm-hmm. 82. I just, like, it's just more from a from a from an injury standpoint, a health standpoint. Yeah, I mean, think about long-term, too. I mean, what does that do for specific stars' careers? And that could be potentially more money. Yeah, I mean, okay. you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna lose a bottom line from eliminating some games, but, I mean – Players' careers may may go longer. There's always going to be them niggas that put an asterisk on on those type of seasons and shit like that. You know how it makes go. Yes, that's facts. That's facts. But I think I think eventually the NBA will end up being okay if there is some type of change. I hope it's not too drastic enough that we are now saying bye to a large amount of formats that have brought us so many good memories. Uh, uh, so many good NBA champions, so many good series. Mm-hmm. Um, the top sixteen, not a very large, not, not a very large fan of it. If they want to change it, there could be something else that's done. But um, if there is something that will be changed in the playoffs, I hope it goes. I hope it goes for the best. Could there be a, a knockout round? Uh, I think they flirt. I think they flirted with that. There might. Yeah, be I wouldn't mind a knockout round. Yeah, I think they flirted with a, an idea of having that type of round within the playoffs where certain people go, certain people get in, like a little wild card scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would enjoy that. That that seems exciting to me. Yeah, and I, and, and I think testing these things ends up being beneficial for uh, it ends up being beneficial for the NBA, but hopefully it's not anything that's too drastic. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to change the perspective of the NBA. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we still want it to be competitive. We still want it to be – I mean, nowadays, I mean, think about it. NBA is damn near year-round. I mean, off-season is always crazy, you know. I mean, it, off-season, it, it basically keeps the league going. It's like, wow, we're still going to be talking about, you know, what's going on in the NBA when it's over. Yep. I still, I still believe it is one of, if not the best-viewed league compared to all of its allies, compared to all of its peers – um, this may not this may not hurt it too bad, but only time will tell. Uh, we'll be right back with our final word after this. It's RSPN on RNC Radio. <sighs> While we're here. With the little bit of time we have left, let's talk about fucking rip and dip. So last week on RSPN, I mentioned that they should reach out to RNC because, you know, I need a designer tango, you know, with my face on it, my name or RNC, whatever, you know. And a few days ago, uh, I forget who posted it. Uh, in our beloved chat, but Rip and Dip, the 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 clothing line, which isn't a terrible clothing line or anything like that. I'm not here to you know kill their brand or anything like that. But they got a fucking Tanga endorsement with the damn cat on the front of the Tanga. Ain't this a bitch? And you know, 
I don't know if anybody from Rip and Dip was listening to RSPN because it happened at such a weird time. Uh, yeah, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset about it. I just feel like we are much more deserving because we live the culture. Simple. I, 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 yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah, we live the culture. I mean, uh, Shouse Tanga. Um, I feel like we might have even pushed Tanga into Black Twitter a little bit. In, in Into the conversation, honestly. And that, Absolutely. that's the part that hurts the most. That's the Absolutely. part that honestly hurts the most. So well, I don't know. I don't know Tenga, what, what, what representative we got to talk to, but yeah, Tenga, you can you can fix this. You can fix this. You know, I'm not mad at rip and dip. Get, get your money, rip and dip. You know, but hey, man, I don't want to. Not that I will be walking into Azumi's, but I don't want to walk into Azumi's and see a damn rip and dip Tango on the shelf. Do they sell Tango's Azumi's? Nah, but they sell rip and dip. And I don't like that idea of it. I don't I, I feel like I feel like they're trying to pull a fast one on us, man. I just mentioned this a week ago. Ah, so you think the rip and dip is a troll trying to get us to work harder for the RNC Tango? It's gonna happen, man. We'll we'll make it happen, you know, but uh I just think Tango should definitely reach out to some real some real niggas. Point blank I, period. I think I think so. That might that might be the best move. And with this type of month, there's only a couple of days left of Black History Month. Could always surprise. Never know. That would be lovely. A black, you know what? We need. To, we need a. We need a. I need a Killmonger. Uh, Tanga. Oh what? Yeah. Listen. Listen. What the fuck? It needs to Cut be. Cut this shit off. It needs to be. An aggressive God, this it needs to be an aggressive tanga. You know what I'm saying? Like something that's just extreme. <laughs> the extra, the extra strength tanga. Extra strength tanga. Extra <laughs> arrogant tanga. Look, man. Hey, I'm. T- this is money. This is money. They should have reached out, man. They should have reached out, man. Hey, d- hey, don't be spoiling the killmonger. I gotta see it tonight, and I won't. I already know nine killmonger lines. Oh, you haven't even seen it. Okay. fucking Twitter. I saw it twice in the same day. I saw it in the morning, and then I saw it later that night. Hey, it's dedicated. I mean, it wasn't that. I had just, I had to make a move, and you uh, know, it just, it just happened. I'm, I am a uh, obligations. I am a, obligations. I am a movie stop. I'm sorry, movie stop. I am a a. Uh, 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 I have a, you know, the the, the freaking I forgot the name. I am a. Killmonger Tango, you stuttering. Look at that. Yeah, dog. The Killmonger. I have the little card. The I want to plug you guys. Movie, movie, whatever. You pay ten dollars a month. You get to see a movie a day. Oh, that shit. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, I forgot what it's called. Damn. I know it's like movie, movie pass, movie pass. There you shout, go. Boom. Shout out movie pass. Uh, less work. I use it. It's awesome. So I get to see a movie a day. So one of them I paid for, and then the other one I didn't. So it was love. Yeah, that's smooth. I got a kind of a damn movie pass. Yeah, yeah, get one, man. Um, so basically, you go on dates, right? You know, movie tickets are like $16. And then if she wants to see it in 3D or IMAX, you know, it's like 22 a person. And all of a sudden, you know, you can't buy the video game you want to buy on Tuesday because you just spent $60 at the movies. And then she wants popcorn. And then, you know, I want a hot dog or nachos or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like some Jordans just dropped. So what you can do is you can use your movie pass on yourself and then, you know, you pay out of pocket for your for your for your significant other. Yeah, that boy Big Jeff throwing Black Panther on the screen at the house. Okay, I see it. You dig. I see it. All right, man. We're gonna disappear. We got two games for us tonight. The Heat are gonna play the Pelicans. Mm, y'all winning? Um, let's say yeah. Let's okay. say yeah. I th- I think I think we start off this little streak. I think we start off this little streak again. What's Drogic finished with? Uh, goddamn. Who's he playing, Rondo? Uh, yeah, yeah. If Rondo's playing, yeah. All right, forty and ten. How <laughs> <laughs> forty and ten? Yeah. Murder. You, you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do this? Oh shit, we been? All right, never mind. Fuck it. I'm just saying, forty and ten. That's a good bit, man. I mean, it's Rondo. Fuck Rondo. 
I'm not a I'm not a Rondo fan either, but Dragic oh. is Dragic is Dragic, man. Get him out of there, Mark. Trust me. Absolutely not. We're ending this shit on that note. RSP and RSC Radio. We're gonna see y'all next week, man. Love you guys. All right. Oh, don't forget, everybody that's an RNC, make sure that you follow them. Everybody's going to be within the bio. Make sure that you check out the RNC Radio podcast on Wednesdays. We got the A show on Thursdays. Yeah. And we have both of our beautiful faces coming to you every Friday for RSPN. Yeah. Check out the podcast. Check out the playlist. Everything that we got going on, it will be for you week by week. We need to do a vlog, too, because I need people to see my face sometimes, too, when we do this. Well, that'd be lit. We take over RNC on YouTube. That's going to be that's going to be the next that's going to be the next plan. I'm going to be in Miami this summer for something. Thotting it out. Look at you for something. And then we, sh- we we'll do a lot. We, sh- we should do like a live a live joint. How about that? Boom. Oh, a little RNC live. radio. OK. RSPN live. OK. OK. Yeah. Got, a, got a big job. Got the ideas in mind. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to ponder on that one. It's going to be a good one. All right, y'all. We out. Peace.